All right, so Monday, I... Maybe it was Sunday. One of those days I woke up, and within an hour or so of waking up, I just knew that my hormones had begun their descent into madness, and I was just not in a good place. So, um, I tweeted. <laughs> it was Monday, right? Yeah. I'm PMSing reading my first horror novel and overwhelmed with extreme COVID fatigue. How's everyone else doing? Because I don't know if anybody's been paying attention, but COVID cases are going back up and there's a new variant and it's stressing me out. So I said I had COVID fatigue and then I just went on my merry way throughout my day. Merry was definitely actually not the way to describe my day, but like a few hours later, I get this really sweet reply from Kendra and some people were like, oh gosh, I'm praying for you or like, oh no. And it didn't really occur to me, you know, I thought those were nice replies, but then Kendra says, is, ev- is everyone sick with you? And I'm like, is she making a joke about like PMS being a sickness or, and then it hit me that what I meant to say was that I had pandemic fatigue, but instead <laughs> I said I had COVID fatigue. So I had to go back and say, whoops, I don't have COVID. And some a special thing about PMS is that you already kind of hate yourself. So this just brought that up to about a level thousand. And <laughs> I just felt so bad and stupid. <laughs> but then what happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, just to pile on you, uh, you created trouble for me because then Kendra was mad at me. She was like, why didn't you tell me that the hosses had COVID? <laughs> oh, so, man. Getting me in trouble even when you don't mean to. Thank you, Haas. I, I just, what was I, what? Oh, my brain was gone. <laughs> All these people are like, oh, no. <laughs> And now, now this is this is the girl who cried COVID because if you do get it now, everybody's going to be like, "Are you oh, sure?" <laughs> <laughs> the girl who cried COVID. <laughs> it was just, oh wow, what a day, what a day. Do you want to talk about your injury, <laughs> your new shoe? Uh, as a a callback to an earlier episode we said it's as big as a battleship (laughs) so (laughs) yeah uh, I was uh, working my daughter out on on the uh, in a gym with some other people and uh, you know just uh, just planted my foot and it's it's I'm not a doctor but it's it's never good when you when you hear a pop (laughs) <laughs> so i think uh yeah i'm gonna be on the shelf for a little bit here uh, that just how does I t- that even happen i it's uh i'm very old that's how that happened 
I tore. I need you to tell me exactly so that I can make sure it doesn't happen to me. <laughs> it's one of those freak injuries. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe stretching out would have helped it a little better. Like if I stretched out better, but um, like my ankle was in a good position. I wasn't like turned in a weird way. I was just going straight forward and, and planting, and yeah. I tore tore my plantar fascia. Uh, so. Oh, which is like that big tendon that goes down the middle of your foot, right? Yeah, it's like the arch. Ugh. Uh, so, um, six weeks in a walking boot. A size 15 walking boot. A size my toes are poking out of the... <laughs> right? You have to be barefoot in that too, right? Yeah, yeah. You can take it off though. I can. To like shower and Yeah, that's, that's a good it. thing. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a really good thing. <laughs> Oh my it's, gosh! Uh, it's did I send you a picture of it? No. The boot. I'm just gonna see if I can do this. This is gonna sound. We're doing something awkward here, but <laughs> whoa! <laughs> that is giant. It That's is amazing. It's like Iron Man. I just want the listeners to know Matthew just lifted his leg into the air to show me its walking boot. Don't worry, it goes up his calf. That wasn't inappropriate at all. It wasn't. We're, we're practicing <laughs> biblical modesty here on FSBT. Hey, speaking of basketball, did I ever tell you about my connection to the Milwaukee Bucks? No. Okay. <laughs> I just recently found out that the Milwaukee Bucks are a basketball team. Okay, yes, they are. You're correct. They are, in fact, a basketball team. I know a lot of basketball team names, but that one's not really stuck into my memory, so... Okay. Uh, they actually won the NBA championship last night. Oh, so, last night. Okay. Yeah. I've been told. I've been so out of what's been going on with sports. I as know a, you're shocked. As opposed to your normal daily I routine just, of following. I know who's playing in the NBA championship. and But I've only seen the tweets and just not cared enough to like research one second further to see who was <laughs> playing. So, okay. So they okay. won the NBA championship. They did. And their general manager, I need to send a shout out to their general manager, John Horst. So you know you, him? I do know him. The uh, You know, like when they win the championship and, and all the players get on that platform and then there's like, yeah. you know, and then off to the side, there's like an owner and a general manager in a suit. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and that was John last night. John was on the platform. And I just nice. need to say congratulations to John. That was my uh, uh, teammate. In, in college, we played on the same basketball team. That's great. I was a senior and he was a freshman, and pretty cool. After that is uh, awesome. After the last game, he uh, he came up to me and said, "I just wanted to ask you if I could have your number next year." And nice. I was like, oh, it's, "You know, it's not mine to give, but I'm honored that you would ask." That's so really nice. Did he, he go on my... to play more, or he just went straight into the business side? Well, he I played all. How, I don't know how basketball like business <laughs> works. He he played. See, I I was gone after that year, so I, I kind of lost lost contact with him. But um, he played all four years at college, and then I think he got an internship with the Pistons because we were okay. we were right there close to Detroit. Okay. And um, I think he got an internship with them and just like worked his way up and wound up as a general manager. Well, so. congrats, John. Congrats to John. Yeah. Small world. Yes. Very small world. Especially because you went to a small college. <laughs> yeah. So. 
my my memory of John was that we were playing this game in Ohio against uh, Rod Parsley's Christian College. I don't know if you know who <laughs> Rod Parsley is. I think so, we've talked about him before. Yeah. Anyway, we we played against his Christian College, and the the refs were really kind of crooked. They were calling like a lot of fouls against us, trying to get Rod Parsley's team back in the game. And uh, I just remember John was on the bench, and he just kind of had like this meltdown, and he was like, "We're not losing this game." <laughs> That parsley gross. sounds like a fake name. It really does. It sounds like the name that I would give a megachurch pastor in like a fan fiction or something. Movie pitch. Yes. Rod Parsley. <laughs> <laughs> Rod okay, Parsley. I think you have some FSBT updates for us, right? I do. I don't, I don't have any, but well, I will listen. listen to yours and laugh. What you better have is the FSBT update theme song. <laughs> FSBT update number seven. <laughs> uh, I think it's like nine, but whatever. Nine. <laughs> I've lost track of all of all time and numbers. Uh, are we on one eighty four? The episode? Yeah. I, I think this is one eighty two. No. Really? No. I think so. <laughs> Well, okay. All right. Let's hear it. You're right. Members of, members of David Platt's mega church, McLean Bible in Virginia, recently filed a lawsuit against his leadership, alleging, among other things, that he is bringing critical race theory into the church, steering elder votes, and violating the church constitution. <laughs> Furthermore, the members state that he is trying to make the non-denominational church Southern Baptist. You know, I'm just checking the legal definitions here. But when uh, when you're taking your own pastor to court, hey, guess what? You're Southern Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I have just now... Wait. They're accusing him of bringing critical race theory into the church... And of being Southern Baptist? Yeah, like in the church constitution, they're they're um, supposed to be non-denominational. But yeah. like in like a lot of church promotional, it's it's kind of like the line's getting blurred because they were partnered with the Southern Baptists. They were like giving money to Southern yeah. Baptist initiatives. And David Platt's Southern Baptist. And uh, then like the Southern Baptist was like announcing McLean as like one of their members or partners or oh. something. So... Like the church is trying to say, no, no, we're not. What a Baptist. weird combination of things, though. Yeah, those don't yeah. go together. It's fantastic. <laughs> wow, I'm so confused. I didn't read the story. I've I've just seen the tweets about it. It's it's just maximum Baptist church shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And like a lot of people get really upset about this. It's just one of those things where it's like. I feel like you kind of have to be right in the middle of it to understand it totally. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm just out. I'm, you know, that's, that's, I'm just going to let them work this one out. I'm not yeah. going to get upset over it. Yeah. I didn't realize, though, how much he looks like Tom Brady. You're I so... saw his picture yesterday. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself for that joke. And then I, I didn't acknowledge it. And then you, you totally just... ignored it. 
Like, throw me a bone. Gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should, I should respect you. You made a any... football joke. You did. You did. You made a football joke. Okay. All right. <laughs> the Ark Encounter in Kentucky announced plans last week to begin construction on a Tower of Babel in their museum. But, you know, uh, you know, hey, uh, answers in Genesis. Maybe there's an easier way to get to heaven. Just uh, maybe bring some chocolate home and clean the kitchen. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stupid joke. That's so stupid. I can't believe a, a, an organization called Answers in Genesis has to wonder if it's a good idea to build a Tower of Babel. Well, you know, when you want a, uh, a structure in, in your park that looks like a giant boner, uh, <laughs> you, know, you really can't get better than the Tower of Babel. Right. Not all, not all of us have that billionaire penis rocket building money. <laughs> that is sort of like classic Ken Ham, though. Like if everybody else is shooting themselves into space, it's like, well, let's just build a big tower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. The Tower of Babel. <sighs> yeah. Dolly Parton posted a video of herself this week in a Playboy so bunny outfit. Parton, who is 75, stated that she just wanted to do something special for her husband after 57 years of marriage. When reached for comment, Dolly's husband said, I mean, this is nice, but why did you make me wait 57 years? <laughs> That's so good. That's so but, uh, good. You know, also. She's been married for 57 years? Uh, married when she was 18. Wow. That's incredible. On the plus side, <laughs> looks like me and my wife have a new role play for the year 2057. <laughs> Got that one lined up. <laughs> Joel Osteen raised eyebrows this week when it was revealed that he purchased a $350,000 Ferrari. In a related story, John... Oh, Matthew! <laughs> I'm kidding. When reached for comment, Osteen said, If people are upset that I bought a $350,000 car, I encourage them to donate online at lakewoodchurch.com slash give. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> During a recent event for Apple Music, Amy Grant stated that, quote, it is so important to set a welcome table. Gay, straight, does not matter. When reached for comment, Gary Chapman said, I like it when two chicks kiss. <laughs> also, when reached for comment, Vince Gill... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I missed that story, too. Yeah. She got herself in trouble. She's been in trouble since, like, 1991, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. And finally, NFSBT <laughs> update. Democratic lawmakers in New York are attempting to block Chick-fil-A from constructing new restaurants along Brother. a proposed highway. Due to the company's history of opposing same-sex marriage. Hey, guys, come on. Relax. There'll be plenty of time to eat second-rate chicken sandwiches when you're in hell. (laughs) 
So I guess my question is, how many things are going to have to get bleeped out of that FSBT update? <laughs> I, I, went, uh, well, I don't know. The joke was rough. Yeah. <laughs> I, put that, I put that one in there. That's uh, what she said. Yeah, that is what she said, knowing that it would have to get bleeped, but it's for your benefit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I thought we could introduce a new segment. Um, called Casey Asks a Stupid Question. All right. And it's really not something that I want to Google because I just want to... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I don't know. But I've been having, like, all these... Because, you know, the, the billionaires have been in the news because they're going up into space. And mm-hmm. My question is, like, do these guys have a debit card? <laughs> a debit like, card? How do they, how do they do like their money? Like they oh, have, okay. like do they, have, like obviously they have a bank account or like five thousand bank accounts. <laughs> Just like when does Jeff Bezos like go to Seven Eleven to buy a Snickers bar? Does he just always have cash? Does he never have cash? <laughs> okay. So this is like the whole Hillary Clinton doesn't drive thing, like okay, like how disconnected are you from everyday life? That's but they have to have like, do they are they so disconnected that they never like are spending their own money? Is everybody always doing the transactions for them? Yeah, like does he like he has to want to go online at like eleven thirty one night and shop, right? <laughs> He can buy literally anything. Or does he have to call, like bring someone else in, like call his business manager and be like, can you order me this polo from Old Navy? From Overstock. He doesn't even shop Amazon. He's on Overstock. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's interesting. I'm just so curious. I, I would wonder like places he goes like to eat, like does he even have to pay? Like, at that moment. Or right, just so like, he does. He definitely, like, if he goes to a restaurant, he has to pay the bill. Or does it just get put on a bill and they settle up later because he's Jeff Bezos? Oh, right. Like, we'll we'll send this to your business management company. or It's just, it's very curious to me. Because you get to the point where you have so much money that it's almost like not even a factor ever in any of your decisions. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I've noticed this with, with male celebrities that there is like a, if you're a male celebrity that's rich, you'll spend a lot of money on your appearance mm. of, you know, like just personal trainers and facelifts and hair plugs and that kind of thing. But then when you're at that like stratosphere level, those guys don't really care how they look. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, like like Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, and like uh, like Bill Gates. Like, do you think he's ever met a dumbbell? <laughs> and and Jeff Bezos, he doesn't care that he's bald. Like, he didn't he didn't do the hair plugs thing. Like, he's just yeah. this is who I am. I'm Jeff Bezos. Why do right. I need to change the way I look? Yeah. Well, Jeff, if you're listening, <laughs> can you let us know if you have a debit card? Or maybe we have some listeners who are business managers for billionaires. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> I just, I'm curious. 
And what also sparked this in my mind is that <laughs> I found out that Danny literally, <laughs> literally hadn't looked at our bank account in months and had oh, no, no idea how much money we had. <laughs> and his guess was just very not right. And I was like, okay, so that's some like that's a, like a very small example of someone whose finances are handled by someone else which in that case is me (laughs) and then there's jeff who just like i mean he doesn't ever have to handle anything right so yes uh and if he does have a debit card is there like a limit a daily limit on it right so my debit card you can only swipe like okay it might be like like for a single swipe there's a limit of maybe 5000 or something. Uh-huh. But you can only take like 600 out of the ATM in one day or yeah. just but something like that. That's like a week's groceries at Publix, 5000. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think bad of Danny. He does all the work to no, get no, the no. money into the bank. So I I take care of the rest. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, that's that's kind of how it is with Kendra and I. Like we, she there's certain bills that she pays, and there's certain bills that I pay. But for like for whatever reason, I'm the one that's like more in tune with the the bank yeah. account. So she, so yeah, and, and it's whatever me. spouse like gets more stressed about it is the one always logging in, <laughs> or the one that can remember the bank password. <laughs> She's like, what's the bank password again? (laughs) Anyways, that's my stupid question of the week. I'm sure I'll think of more. I don't have an answer for it. I'm kind of stumped by it. Thank you. Now I'm thinking about like how much cash does he carry? Okay, so there a couple years ago there was a cash. Very little, very little for you know if I've got. Like, if I'm heading out the door and I got 20 bucks in my wallet, I feel like I can handle anything. Okay, so we don't really carry cash. <laughs> and <laughs> there's this reductress headline mm-hmm. that was circling a couple mo- a month or so ago. And it was like, nice, this woman paid for something with cash, so it was free. Which is exactly <laughs> how you feel if you don't really ever use cash and then you have it. It's like... This isn't affecting my bank account, so it's like I'm not even spending money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so this will blow your mind. A couple years ago, speaking of basketball, I know you're a big basketball fan. The uh, the Brooklyn Nets were owned by a Russian oligarch. He was their okay. majority owner. Okay. And uh, if you know anything about like Russian politics, like the oligarch situation is so shady. It's, I don't. I don't actually know much so it's about like, it. There's just like this group of people that are that got super rich in Russia and nobody knows how, but they control like all the money. Okay. Anyway, he was like a Russian billionaire. Did not own a cell phone, and okay. this was like in 2015, 16. And I just, I could not wrap my mind around that of like how you don't own a cell phone, and you're that important. I don't. Yeah. I guess wow. maybe you just have a system. dream, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe you're worried about getting hacked or something. So you just but have actually a... it's not. Because then you... I, I thought about this the other day. How <laughs> this is so stupid. We're going way far off. Oh, the let's, let's, let's do it. I was thinking about how if we had like a really lot of money, I would love to have 
house help because uh-huh. it's just like we do chores every day and it just descends into chaos within 12 hours mm-hmm. but then i was like but i don't want to have to make small talk <laughs> with somebody oh every gosh. day oh so i would have gosh. to like make a system where i like had intentional time with this person like once a week i could like take them out for a meal but then the rest of the time i could like it wouldn't feel awkward to be like this is what our relationship is gonna be <laughs> oh my gosh i know this is this is this is <laughs> that is amazing that you went that far <laughs> I, I know i know but Over it's something like, that, like being never dependent on somebody else that's like kind of a stranger doesn't feel like a relief to me you know you're basically turning into um, Hugh Jackman in The Prestige, where like he would only hire stagehands that were blind and deaf, so that <laughs> I was, that's awful. So that like they wouldn't learn the secrets of his magic. Yeah, and of course, when I say that, it feels like a classist thing, but it wouldn't. It's not that. It's just because I'm 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 a bad person with introvert <laughs> issues. I think anybody who's listened to this podcast. For more than five minutes would not accuse you of being a classist person <laughs> okay good <laughs> hmm. can okay. i hit you can i hit you with a stupid question yes yes uh it's not really stupid i primed you for this one before the episode began but uh kendra and i got a couple hours to ourselves the other day and we said we'd watch a movie so obviously we picked a new release uh 2009's <laughs> 17 again starring zach efron and matthew perry uh, <laughs> Which, you know, basketball is a central theme to this movie. And, and I could talk for a long time about uh, Zac Efron's basketball skills, but that's a different topic. Um, <laughs> the the thing I was fascinated with in this movie was that the basketball coach was played by Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> and it was played straight up. Like, it wasn't supposed to be funny. This wasn't like a... Right. Like, like oh, look, it's Jim Gaffigan. As basketball. It was like he was seriously supposed to be the basketball coach. And this was 2009. Like, we knew who Jim Gaffigan was at this point. Right. So, yes. I just, my question is, could you have picked a worse basketball coach than Jim Gaffigan? <laughs> and I like Jim Gaffigan, but it's like, I don't know if Jim Gaffigan could motivate me to blink. But like, was it a like a, a high school basketball team? Yeah, it's high school. So, it's actually pretty... I, I know you didn't go to public school, so I'm just going to tell you that it's pretty accurate that, like, all the coaches are also teachers of some random subject. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And you're like, they basically volunteer to coach to, ha- like, well, they get paid for it, but also they're, like, fulfilling some <laughs> long-lost dream or something. And it's not know. necessarily that they're skilled at it, maybe. I- I would disagree. Uh, maybe it's the difference of where we live, but in rural Alabama, it is a huge deal to be a <laughs> Well, a football, coach. yes. Maybe it was a bigger deal than I. I'm just like, why is my chemistry teacher coaching basketball or whatever? I, I think he taught so that he could coach. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's, that's, but, that's true. But Jim Gaffigan, can you imagine, like, Jim Gaffigan trying to, to motivate you to do anything. And it's physical activity. Like, his whole shtick is that he doesn't like physical activity. I know. I know. It's just, 
Yeah, you guys. Uh, <laughs> He's got that weird voice. It's like, is it high? Is it low? I don't know. <laughs> run around and throw the ball. Throw the ball to each other. I'm just going to sit here and eat a donut. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to work on that. <laughs> yeah. It's in the neighborhood. I hadn't really practiced it, though. So, Jim Gaffigan. If you have movie coach. recommendations for your next movie date night, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> 17 again. I enjoyed the movie, though. This is a good movie. I enjoyed I've it. I've heard it's good. I need to watch it. Second Can I from? watch it with my kids? Uh, the older ones, yes. Okay. It's, uh, there's, there's some innuendo in there but it's like it's it's kind of very wholesome the way they put it out there okay. of like Zach Efron he's trying, 17 well yeah. like but he's a, he's still got the mind of a dad so like, okay uh, he's trying to keep his daughter from having sex and okay um, yeah also Zach Efron I mean I won't get too far into it because I know it's not what we're doing I know you're expecting me to just crap all over him as a basketball player he was he was passable okay he was passable as a basketball we're talking Woody Harrelson and White Men Can't Jump. Like, this is... <laughs> he, he knew what to do with the basketball. <laughs> okay. I, I did bust out laughing, though, when uh, Coach Gaffigan pulled him off to the side and said, you know, Coach from Ohio State is here to see you. I was like, yeah, that's exactly who Ohio State is recruiting, is a five foot six, 120-pound <laughs> point guard. <laughs> <laughs> who can't touch the bottom of the net. That is exactly... Guy. but he was good he was good he's, is he five six no he's gotta be know. five eight nice. how many how many times in this podcast have we talked about an actor and then i have to go look up their height because you're height shaming them i i am a height shamer that's we know it's okay. i just i just need it to be realistic that's my thing like i'm not i'm not against short people i he's mean five eight he's five okay all right that's decent. That's taller than me. That's all. That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sort of within my age range, so not like Timothy Chalamet, who's not <laughs> age range. <laughs> we should move on. Yeah. Okay. That was just like fifteen random topics in a row. It was great. It was perfect. Dude, there's no way I'm going to be able to. Put like the timestamps in this episode where I say like what we're talking about. It's just, it's just, just push play and enjoy the Good ride. Good luck. Good yeah. luck. Okay, so we thought about going through uh, what the algorithm is trying to sell us right now. <laughs> okay. I have a long list. So how ma- how long is your list? I got like five or six things. Oh, I have so many because I have to do like what it's selling me right now but then i have to go back and talk about what i was getting a month ago when i don't know what happened but (laughs) my instagram was was confused Mm, okay okay what do you have uh well uh the number one thing is um the algorithm really really wants to sell me male grooming utensils (laughs) like for a beard or for yeah, you could say that. Okay, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, the utensils. Uh, yeah, the the, the manscape. I don't know if utensils is the right word. There. I get so many different like manscaped ads right now. That's so weird. 
and they're they're pretty like edgy like that's their whole thing is like they're you, edgy. I, you know why i think it is it's why's all that? it's your workouts like the the workouts that you're doing on youtube be. because be. i do think that uh like buffing up and body hair removal go together yeah because you see like a certain size guy at the gym and they're hairless on their legs on their arms mm-hmm I get, I get, uh, like that natural soap. I get those ads too, but a lot okay. of like, uh, I get, it's all geared towards men. Like the, the males, male natural soap. Natural soap. Yeah. Like, okay. uh, Harry's or whatever it's called. I don't remember, but. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a razor. And yeah, it's, it's not, it's not Harry's. It's something else, but, um, yeah, a lot of the, uh, the manscaped, <laughs> and it's it's all like suppose like this, it's all stupid but it's all trying to be edgy it'd be like this hot model holding up like a pair of cherries or something and, oh gosh yeah and like then holding up like the little tremor thing of like don't you want people to see or, you know have just like i don't know I, i'm trying to not be inappropriate but it's like it's like the more they can see the bigger they look Oh it's like, just all stuff like that and it's like hey thanks uh, okay <laughs> or it's or it's some like jacked up dude um you're like hey why don't you trim your forest there uh the listeners are not gonna believe this but there's some crossover in our instagram or algorithms <laughs> related to testicles okay <laughs> So this was my stuff from a month ago. And just so you know, (laughs) I was trying to find the pictures that were associated with this because it wasn't in my screenshots, but I thought I could find them in my texts. Hmm. So I searched my texts for balls, but I (laughs) couldn't find the pictures. But for a while there, I was getting a bunch of men's underwear ads that were very concerned about supportive yet very comfortable for your for your testicles like that was like that was the main feature which was just okay but then i also had i had an actual picture for this one ball wash say say goodbye to swamp crotch i've got that one before (laughs) the the ad i've got that ad before ball guard liquid powder just so many yeah but then I also had Mega Babe, which I guess was for women. Swamp ass got you down. That's what the ad said. Like, what have I done to make my thing first <laughs> just like not know, you know, which parts I have, but definitely know <laughs> that it's swampy. <laughs> I'm gonna need. <laughs> Maybe gonna, just the general location, like, oh, she's in Florida. <laughs> I'm gonna need the chemists and the uh, and scientists in the FSBT audience to give me a breakdown of the different components of ball deodorant and boob deodorant. <laughs> what, what makes them different? There, there has to be no difference. It's all yeah. just talc or aluminum or something. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I also had to search my own tweets for testicles to figure out what else <laughs> what else I said that Instagram thought I needed and it was a uh, butt acne stuff. Oh jeez. 
So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I no shame to anyone who has butt acne, but I, <laughs> I don't think I've been searching for that. And then I also had, um, I had this thing come up in my feed that was, it was like for a child, child, like child free and proud or something oh like gosh. that. And the quote on the image said, like, I never look at someone with kids and think, I want that life. I'm like, what? What did I click at some point that put this in my feed? That's the opposite. The opposite of anything. So that was was my special special combination of things a month ago. It was a lot of stuff for men and men's men's privates okay (laughs) but today in my twitter my twitter feed literally like as i was prepping i had a men's health mag tweet okay this guy was do said ebb and swole and this guy the the copenhagen plank delt raise it was like a side plank one leg was on the bench the other leg was suspended in the air and then doing delt raises with your arm and i just like to tell you i could not do that yeah sounds hard <laughs> i lost I, I i i held on to my abdominal strength pretty well through three children and then george took it he said nope you're done so planks side planks oh it's just really rough mm. <laughs> yeah planks are planks are tough oh and side planks are like why am i doing this <laughs> Anyways, Evan Swole. Evan Swole. Well, how about men's health? How about women's platform shoes? Are you getting that? Yep. <laughs> getting ads for women's platform shoes. Interesting. I it, didn't even think that anybody would be advertising that to anyone. Uh, well, it knows that I'm a, a, a height shamer, I guess. So. <laughs> you googled how to appear shorter and it got confused (laughs) Uh, okay i'm gonna bend the rules a little bit on this one this is what the twitter algorithm thinks i want to see okay uh the twitter algorithm thinks i want to see uh people having sex while they eat chicken nuggets no there was a thread i guess popeyes put out chicken nuggets Okay. A couple days ago, and there was okay. a, a trend that just said nuggets. Okay. And I, I should know better than this, but I clicked on a trend that I didn't understand. <laughs> and I just started scrolling down looking at people talking about, oh, these nuggets are really good. And then about the 10th tweet was a video of a man having sex with a naked woman while she eats chicken nuggets. So. That doesn't sound very fun thank you twitter for assuming that i wanted to see that that's so weird well and and the thing that tied it in was that somebody had written a caption about it of like they tied it you know these nuggets got me like this or something <laughs> i don't know it is like <laughs> that's so strange i don't that's confusing yeah. I'm going to be, gonna be pondering that for a little while. Okay, what else? Um, pinball machines. Okay. 
Which, by the way, is there, speaking of sex, is there anything <laughs> hornier than pinball machines? <laughs> I mean, um... Have you ever... <laughs> you mean, is there any arcade game hornier? <laughs> well, sure. But, like, have you ever been in an arcade and there's, like, three or four pinball machines lined up? And you just look at them and the common thread is all of them have these impossibly busty half-naked women on them. Oh. With, and it's like... And then you just gotta pump that thing <laughs> to play it, you Casey, <laughs> what are you talking right? about? Right? The little thing you pull back. Stop doing those ham mode. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> to I make the ball go. <laughs> I would really like it if you explain this further for our listeners. <laughs> when you start the game, okay, you, you have to pull the thing that makes the ball go up. The plunger. <laughs> yes. And then you gotta. <laughs> okay, I don't think these hand motions are helping right now. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about—the buttons I, on the sides. I do now. Now that you. <laughs> I will be, uh, I'll be uh, editing this clip out and sending it to Danny. <laughs> Just to... He'll appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, he probably will. <laughs> Danny taught me how to be inappropriate, so. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Well, you brought it up. I well, that's what she said, but. <laughs> I, I, I didn't put hand motions in it, though. That, that was... <laughs> okay. When you go back and you see well, the video... Act like you've never put hand motions into this podcast. Yeah, that's okay? me scratching my leg that one time. That doesn't count. No. 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 <laughs> there was one thing I talked about for, like, 15 seconds. All you did was sit there and do the jerk off motion. Okay, that was non-sexual though. That was that was <laughs> like somebody was being a, but a doofus. Still, but still. Okay. When I when when I <laughs> when I play this video back for you. <laughs> Don't <laughs> the leg scratching was all time though. Yeah the leg scratching was pretty bad. That's <laughs> <was> incredible. <laughs> <laughs> going back and looking at that video like huh <laughs> wonder how she interpreted that <laughs> so, I was, so i was reaching down and uh, okay totally innocently scratching my leg <laughs> do you have any more or should we move on to holy rollers oh we can move on to holy rollers that's fine okay jeremy sent us an amazingly long feedback about Holy Rollers, and Jeremy made a Twitter account just to send this. <laughs> respect, Jeremy. That's total respect. So, okay. He says, uh, I think you have the bones of a perfectly terrible Pure Felix film, but I have some a few thoughts. Number one. this, And then number one has, like, sub points. <laughs> So, I think the movie needs to be filmed in Texas, in a border town. The Christians are trapped in Mexico because drug lords have taken overtaken the Mexican state of Chihuahua. 
the pastor brother is a pastor of a small church in Texas that also has a mission in a Mexican village 10 miles from the border. I know the specificity on the bad guys makes it seem pretty racist, but this will be important for three reasons. First, (laughs) just logistics. I always get a bit unwilling to suspend disbelief when there's a we only have XX hours left style movie and then the first thing they do is hop on a 24-hour flight around the world. (laughs) I love this. Secondly, I think the pastor brother needs a personal relationship with the people in the town, like he works with them often along with these other missionaries. There's a kid there who is tough as nails who he's been trying to reach, Jose, but he won't crack. Third, I think the not-so-subtle racial insensitivity will help you get the Pure Flix funding. Jeez, Jeremy. (laughs) He's just looking out for you to make sure you get your funding. Okay, two. This is like... Okay. I think there needs to be a dad in the picture. Maybe John Voight. The dad and his two sons do crime together. You'll see why in a minute. The, The thought. This is more thought than we've put into planning an episode in months. (laughs) that's not true you wrote me a beautiful story last week okay number three what if it was pastor brother who as a teen let himself get arrested so his brother could get away he's 17 he's tried as an adult and he comes out of the joint seven to ten years later with a bible in his hand and a mission from god his decision to forsake the crime family to preach the gospel drives a wedge between his brother and his dad. He's in Mexico on a mission trip when his dad dies. Four, so my thoughts are mostly about the setup. (laughs) From there, I don't really have any other notes until the end of the movie, other than you wouldn't need the crew to go get cars because they're from the area and they have them. Again, this avoids the suspicion of disbelief because if churches can afford kick-ass cars... Why do they buy such crappy coffee? (laughs) Okay, five. Towards the end, I think there needs to be a time where there's one car load left, but the whole crew has just gotten across the border and their cars are destroyed. Pastor Brother says, we gotta go back. But Bieber Brother says, none of these rides will make it, man. Then Pastor Brother says, we can take mine. And that's when the car that has Holy Roller plastered across the side gets the cover pulled off of it in an old shed on Pastor Brothers' property. <laughs> this is so detailed. It's a it's a burlap like a uh, canvas on the. And there's dust on it. And you just this is it the off. last thing. Number six. They get there for the one last trip over the border. Two brothers. They haven't calculated wrong. The remaining missionaries get in the car. Pastor Brother puts the car in gear. He's about to head for the border, but who's in the rearview mirror? It's Jose. The drug lord has just killed Jose's grandma who raised him. He's got nobody left. Pastor Brother gives him his seat. That's why Kid Brother has to go back to get him. Incredible. Listen, I feel like Jeremy is really angling for like a co-producer credit on this. <laughs> a screenplay credit. Yeah. That's, that's, fan- that's fantastic. That's an it's incredible so amount of, of effort into this. And, should we and, start? Should we start just like a whole website for people to write pure flicks films? <laughs> I mean, who's gonna who's gonna edit it? That's no. I mean, everybody just submits it and people can read them. Yeah. Oh, jeez. 
listen, I'm just, I appreciate this, Jeremy. This is really throwing a monkey wrench in Holy Rollers too. <laughs> the, the, the planning, because now I got to take all these plot points into consideration. <laughs> Holy Rollers too. I can see the logo in my mind. It's there. Hmm. You know, like the font that looks like like barbed wire, kind of. Yeah. But then you got the L's or the or the Roman numeral for two. Well, you know John Voight's down for this. He's oh, definitely he's, he's in. He is. He's, he's totally in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I still have any other comments because now like my head is spinning, trying to like reconcile Jeremy's alternate timeline of holy rollers one with where we thought mm-hmm. holy rollers two mm-hmm. is going right so now i don't know I, listen I, jeremy i'm just gonna need some time with this buddy thank you for all the time you put yes, into that absolutely absolutely we promise not to tell your wife that's what you did at work that day <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us have that billionaire penis rocket building money.